All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dana Buckler Show. My name is Dana, and I'm pleased to welcome back my good friend, Michael Hollander. How are you, sir? Doing good. Good to be back. Excellent. Good to have you back. So we are, uh, we're just going to keep on rolling. This is the journey of Rocky Balboa part four. Wow. And we like, made it. We made it. I mean, this is the one we've been like just dying to talk about. I mean, I was, uh, but I guess before we get into it, we should uh, let the audience know that once again, we're, it's not just the two of us. No. We have uh, we have Hello. Beth and Kristen back again. Hello, two beautiful ladies. Absolutely, it's, it's how we roll. It's how we mm-hmm. roll. It's what we do. Yeah, all right. So we're going to talk a lot about Rocky Four today. So, like we do with each one of these movies, we're just going to get right into it. So this movie opens up like the previous two sequels. We get a little flashback of what happened in Rocky Three, but even before that, what do we get right at the beginning? Well, we get two boxing gloves coming into frame one's got the american flag one's got the hammer and sickle of the soviet union just just letting you know it's good versus evil i mean this is 1984 it's 85 so this is pure propaganda at its cold war War. i mean this is still i mean gorbachev is still in power reagan's president i mean this is still the height of the cold war we pretty much all grew up hating russia because of this movie this was the movie that introduced me to russia right exactly exactly (laughs) so so you see these two gloves coming together and you you hear the sound like you hear the sounds from the rocky fight in rocky three against clubber lang and they just come together and speak poof a big explosion all right but if you notice the american glove that remains. It does. Yeah, it does. It's giving a, you like America's the best, guys. Don't worry about that. So we get a little flashback of Clubber Lang and that entire boxing match, and fight is over. Then again, we're still in Rocky Three. We see uh, Apollo and Rocky. They're having their little secret boxing match, and then we. But even in that secret boxing boxing match, I mean, there's no one there, and they're just you know what that was Apollo's dream is to have another another shot at Rocky. He won it because it was uh, talked about in Rocky three over and the over again. Ding ding! They have this fight. Do you see this first shot they hit each other with? The we, very first shot. We talked about it. Oh my god! They're both man. lucky to be alive. Unbelievable! I wonder who got the better shot at. I think Rocky got it, but he's on the inside of it, right in the chin. Yeah, this is excellent. So we get Rocky coming home in the Lamborghini, black Lamborghini. I mean, he's again. What are we saying? He he does really well for himself. He's styling. He's definitely starting. And this is the 80s, so it's like everything is over the top, you know? I was telling Kristen, like, when we were getting ready to watch this movie, like, this was at the height of 80s excess. Exactly. And and we see a little bit of this here in this first opening scene when he gets home. He's got his son. He's got the big video camera. You know, he's just talking to his dad. And what are they there for? Why did Rocky have to come home? Well, well they have the birthday party for Paulie. Paulie's birthday party. And, and you, see, like, you see, like, the Lamborghini. You see the mansion. They have all the all, – everything in excess they have, all the technological advancements. And even some things that we don't even have to this day they had back then. Exactly. <laughs> Which is this amazing robot. Can we talk about that robot just for a moment? I, I don't even know what to say. It's like in the future. It's such a, like, this movie is such a sharp departure from the first three films. It I is. mean, the first two are just nitty gritty. We've talked about them. Third one's got a little, some stylistic points to it. But this one is like, what are we even doing? Like, there's futuristic robot, which, by the way, like you said, I have n- the only time I've ever seen it since then was it's referenced on Family Guy from time to time. Right. I'm still waiting for this robot to be a part of our lives today, you know? But, I mean, like the, that's what happened in the 80s, though. 
Yeah. It was a departure from the 70s, you know? And this was a vast departure. So it's Paulie's birthday, and he is, uh, he's back to, uh, back to his fighting weight, if you will. You know, he's, he's sitting at the, at the kitchen table. He's got the, uh, the, the tank top on, you know, he's got the little birthday hat, it's drinking just, a beer. As entitled a as he can be. Entitled as he can be. Uh, yeah. Rocky's so excited to give him this birthday present, which is this robot. And the robot comes out with a cake. And- Happy birthday, Polly. <laughs> Happy birthday, Polly. And all, all Polly says is, I, I wanted a sports car. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you a question, Mike? What exactly does Polly do? Like, Nothing. Because, you know, Rocky offers him a job in part three, but what exactly does he do? Well, what is no, his he's job? Make, he's making enough money now. He doesn't have to work. He doesn't look for Gazzo anymore, obviously. He, he just chills, drinks beer, hangs around the house. Hangs around the house. So what is this all establishing? I'll t- I'm going to tell you what, something yeah. about that. The birthday cake. It's presented to Polly, right? And, and, and I was having a conversation with Beth about this. Parenting. Parenting 101. If my kid takes the whipped cream and sprays it all over me as I'm blowing out my candles on my birthday cake, I'm going to be pissed. That's not a cheap cake. No, oh, okay. Beautiful okay. cake. I think the robot actually made that cake. And I'm telling you, they got it from the same place they bought the robot because that was very high tech. Do you understand? Like, like you, nowadays, you can, you can email a picture and they'll, they'll, they'll put it on a cake. But that was a, back then in 1985, that's a $500 cake. Artsy cake. Okay. And the kid's going to throw a cool whip all over it. No, but none of them, the cake, that's one part. You're right. Yeah. But he, he sprays it all in Paulie's face. I mean, the guy's trying to enjoy his birthday. I mean, I exactly. Mean, and he's got whip cream. Everyone's laughing. I fear for this kid as he gets older and be a self entitled little brat. You know, anyway. Great little scene where Adrian's laying in bed and Rocky brings in a, a cake to celebrate their nine year anniversary. And right. a, a week early. A week early. You I know. mean, I think even Adrian's just like, dude, relax. I know you love me. I totally <laughs> I get it. You know what I mean? Can you just wait to the freaking anniversary, dude? So that's a fun little scene. But then we get right to. And this, by the way, by the way. This the movie has to establish you know, they still love each other. Everything's good. Everything's, Everything's good. great in the marriage. Having great sex. There's pa- no problems with that. Holly's still dis- dis- he's still disgruntled. Not much has changed. Everything's the same. Do you ever wonder what happened to Clubber Lang after this? I do. I do wonder what happened. I, to I thought Lang. about that when we were watching this today. When Rocky beats you. You're done. <laughs> you you're, you're fall off the face of the earth. You're literally, and, and, and listeners, I don't want to get too far into spoilers, but <laughs> you know, we're probably never going to do an episode on Rocky Balboa that came out in 2006. But literally, you got Spider Rico, the very first person he fight, washing dishes in uh, Rocky's uh, restaurant. Right. I mean, and, that's, uh, happy to be washing dishes. I mean, he's stepping up. Rocky's, let me help you out and let you be a dishwasher. <laughs> so, so after we have established that all's good in the Balboa household. Mm-hmm. We get the introduction to Dolph Lundgren's character, Ivan Drago, the Siberian Express, the Russian. And what is it? So he was an Olympian champion. Yes. Undefeated amateur boxing. I guess they. I guess. What did Russians not come into boxing or something at that time? I don't. In the eighties, I don't remember any Russians. I. You know, that's something we'd have probably have to do a little more research on. Communist I, I, Russia. Communist Russia. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you weren't really traveling to Russia very often, and Russians weren't really coming to America very often. So what happened? So they came, they came to America, and said, if possible, we'd like to get an exhibition bout with your famous champion, Rocky Balboa. Absolutely. I'm like, Balboa is the heavyweight champion of the world right yeah. now. You can't just come over here and just ask for an exhibition bout with the heavyweight champion. That's a ridiculous request. Do you think they announced their presence, or do you think they just got on an airplane and just landed at JFK? And everybody's like, what? Who is that? I mean, because it's a, they travel with an entourage in this one. I mean, it is, it's 27 doctors, 16 trainers, Russian diplomats. I mean, full military gear. Full, yeah. I mean, and yeah. yeah, this guy shows up dressed to the nines in full military garb. Press conference. Press conference. Brigitte Nielsen. Oh, Brigitte Nelson. Yeah. Looking good. She looks great. Six feet tall. Six feet tall. Uh, interesting fact about that. 
Stallone and Nielsen actually got married around this time. They worked together on Cobra, and then they worked together on Rocky Five, Rocky Four. They got married after that. I think so. When did you do, when did you do Beverly Hills Cop Two? Remember that? Beverly Hills Cop Two came out in 1987. Love that you know that. It's a good movie. Uh, lo- Directed lo- by Tony Scott. Love was, Beverly Hills. Love Tony Scott. His follow up for Top Gun was Beverly Hills Cop Two. Wow. Next year, Tony Scott was having a nestle career for himself. He was doing pretty good. You know what he followed that up with? The Days of Thunder. Wow. I like Days of Thunder. It's not bad. It's one of those watchable films. So, so during this Russian press conference, we we go to Apollo's house. Now, Apollo, retired champion, living it up. I mean, he's he's well beloved. Him and Rocky are getting along great. They're in a swim. Apollo's in a swimming pool with his three dogs. Beautiful animals. Beautiful, like, regal creatures. Regal, really. beautiful. <laughs> and he's in there. He's you know, he, look, like, he's he's in great shape. He's in great shape. Throwing the tennis balls around. No, no, listen, you can't just gloss over that. He's in just amazing shape. He he really he hasn't I let mean, himself this go. This is ridiculous. He looks like he's training every day, like he's going to fight the next day. <laughs> it looks like he's like steroid out of his water's mind. just glistening off his biceps. I mean, it's pretty incredible. With the oil. The oil, yes. God, the oil. The oil in this movie is just There's regal. A lot of, there's a lot of it. Does that makes sense? So what what's going on? Now, here's the thing. He's he's out there in his pool. He's got the dogs. He's got the world's smallest television set up. <laughs> set, set up. I mean, I think if you want to, if you want to just show that, you know, Paulo's living it up, have a bigger TV out there. He's got a nine-inch, you know, TV. And the thing, like, you're right, though. The whole place looks perfect, pristine. <laughs> then it's just like this weird coffee table with like, the wires, like, going all the way the in the rabbit house. Rabbit ears are going. There's a little tinfoil on the rabbit ears. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he's, and, he's, and he's just watching the news, he's just like watching, he always does. Yeah, he's, he's not even paying attention until the the, the announcer's like, Russia's going to enter the prize ring, the prize fighting ring. And he he is not, he's not having the this. The anger that overcomes this man when he just hears the word Russia. He, I mean, I mean, that's like, this, I mean, this is what we got to talk about. We got to establish this movie is all East versus West. And you notice, he listens to it for maybe like 10 seconds. Doesn't care about the rest, just gets out of the pool. He's got to go to Rocky's house. Something has to be done. I mean, he's throwing the tennis balls, and then you see this look on his face. Like somebody just <laughs> like threw a rock at him. He just turns what? and looks at the huh? TV like, what? Russia? Russia in America? What? Russian boxers? What? And he calls Rocky, and he goes there, and he sits down. And I thought this was interesting. He calls Rocky. He shows up. They're sitting at the table. It's clearly the afternoon, and they got a bottle of champagne. Beautiful. Just sitting oh, on the table. And they're just having some drinks. And I guess that's how you, I mean, when you're at that level, that's how you that's entertain. What you, that's what I do. I mean, that's what I try I to mean, do. I mean, Beautiful. I think Waterford Crystal. Yeah, I mean, it's, they broke out the good stuff. And then Paulie's yeah. there, of course. And Paulie's pa- always in. The- Paulie's there, reading comic books, drinking a Budweiser can, and in a in a tank top. And always in the background, like Paulie can't sit at the big boy table with no. everyone and have a normal adult conversation. No. He's like in the you know in the corner. <laughs> He's at the, at, the, at the kitty table and happy to be there. Happy to be there. So what do we know? Like it's been three. It's been three or four years since Rocky beat Apollo. What we're trying to establish here is that Apollo has been retired for four, maybe five years, and he cannot stand the thought of a Russian coming to America and taking over boxing. And he sits down and he tells Adrian and he tells Rocky, and if Polly's listening, uh, he tells them that I'm going to, I want to be the first person to fight this guy. And here comes Adrian again. Just, you know, just, you know, I don't want anyone to get hurt. <laughs> I was just like, at that point, I was, just stop, Adrian. Please, just let these guys fight, you know? And you're not a luxury because of this. Stop. But then we get the press conference. I love the press conference. The press- I, love, I love all Apollo Creed press conferences. We know? don't get enough of them, Mike. No. That's the thing. No. We, we don't get enough of them. And Apollo just says the word, he gets the fight. You know, yeah, yeah. he wants in, he gets in. And when do they do the training sequence where they're introducing Drago to the world? That's correct. OK, so they do the press conference. Then we see the conversation with Apollo at the dinner table. Then we see Drago 
where is this? <laughs> right, like, right. like, like this, this entire, like, I don't even, laboratory, if you will. <laughs> they the, they're like, they're in, they're in, like, like, who's setting that up? Who's coordinating that? Who built this machine that measures how hard you punch? Exactly. I love like, this machine. Like, did they bring this all over? Not only do they have the punching machine, they have like this heat sensored view of him hitting the, <laughs> that's Pre- not, it's know, predator vision. It's predator vision. Exactly. It's literally predator vision. But I'm, I'm curious, like, who sets this up? Listen. Like, where, like, is, do, I mean, where does this do, where does this laboratory Russia exist? Russia is highly advanced. They just wish to educate our country about, you know, body chemistry and technology. I'm just thinking about the logistics of bringing all of that stuff over from Moscow. I think it was already there. It had to have been. I truly believe it was already there. So. In my heart. Drago's trainer says that a normal heavyweight averages 700 pounds per square inch with a punch. And then Drago gets up, steps up to the, to the punching bag. Big punch. Big and punch. It comes, I think it, what, what, it comes to like, like Eight, eighteen fifty. Eighteen fifty pounds. He goes, as you can see, Drago averages eighteen hundred and fifty pounds of pressure per square inch. And it's like, no, you didn't average it. That was your first hit. That's not an average, dude. Like, you're not trying to fool me. He's like, the results are simple. You know, what is that? Well, whatever he hits, he destroys. Yeah, like, the, 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 the results are. You no, know, what is it? Hold on, say I, the results are obvious. And he pauses. And the reporter he goes, waits, and, what are those? and the reporter goes, and what are those? Yeah, like, what is like, it? Did you plant hits, this reporter? He destroys. Right. But did you plant the reporter? You know? <laughs> he could have just said, what, they're obvious. Whatever he hits, he destroys. No, he waits. That's what I like about this, this Russian guy, you know? What's and, that? Then he hits him with it. And then the, there was another reporter in that that says that, you know, there's been widespread anabolic steroid use. Has Drago partaken in any of that? And you see the trainer look at Brigitte Nielsen and just go, just gives like the little subtle. No. Every, right. no. every, every Russian is just it. like, nope. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> but, then, but then she has a really, really, like, how can, how can you explain his freakish size? And you, like, yo, Popeye. It took me like 20 years to figure out what she was saying. Like, yo, Popeye. I'm like, what does that mean? Like, your Popeye. Your Popeye. He eats his spinach. <laughs> end, uh, end of the question. End of the question. Yeah, we're done. Okay. So then we get <laughs> we'll the, buy that. We get the whole press conference with uh, with Apollo and everything, and and Apollo is just being Apollo like he always does. By the way, Ivan Drago hasn't said a word yet. No. The man doesn't say anything in this movie. Which either. which is beautiful, by the way. He could have said some things, but they went out of the way to like he's a monster. Monsters like really don't talk, and he's you know? massive. He, he he's such a big guy compared uh, com- comparable to Stallone. And what, what would you rather have? Would you rather have? Apollo's body, Stallone's body, or Drago's body? Who, mm. who, who had the best body? I don't know. I, I have to think, you know, just for pure definition, I would think Apollo. You want Apollo's body? Yeah, I would think so. I, yeah. go, I'll go, I like Drago's body. Drago, yeah. Press conference is great. Apollo is just, you know, being Apollo. is getting everybody riled up, you know, and... I've retired more men than Social Security. <laughs> <laughs> Security. I love the, the inflection of his voice. If we get to the fight. The fight. Now, we got to talk. We got to spend a little time talking about this. Now, I want to make sure we understand. This is an exhibition fight. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be an it's exhibition. It's supposed we're, to be an exhibition. Gonna it. It's going to be. It's an exhibition fight. It's being held at, was it the MGM Grand or something like that? No, 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 no. no. What was it? No, it's at some amazing, intimate venue. It is. They I don't know where done, they're at. It's the first and only time I've seen a boxing venue that literally has dining tables. It's beautiful. It, it looks like, honestly, it could have been the Golden Globes. Oh, award. it was, oh, it was wonderful. Show. Even more intimate than that. Yeah, yeah I think no. it was. I think it was like in Rocky's house. You know, yeah. you know how rich Rocky is. Linen tablecloths. You know, <laughs> champagne. You know, there was a waiter for each table. Chilean sea bass. Every, I think I. I think I saw them. You meeting. know, everyone's wearing a tuxedo except for Clubber. He shows up. <laughs> right, right, right. Clubber. Tuxedo. Clubber in his clown outfit this time. You know, <laughs> juggling. <laughs> with, with one of the girls in the dance rooms with the girls. Like God, oh, Clubber. 
What happened to you? Again, you know, you get Apollo and Rocky trying to have a heart-to-heart, you know, and Apollo's just... Well, what is, what is Rocky even talking about? He's talking about, maybe we wouldn't mind postponing it. Everybody's here. You, are you going to postpone it? No, guys, we're going to postpone it because, you know, like... That's a decision like, that could have been made six months when they six months prior when they right. were just setting this thing up. It's not like he agreed to fight and the fight was two days later. Right, and if you want to know more about the guy, yeah, do it then in the beginning, in the training period, yeah. which is when you're supposed to do things like that. Do a little research. Just do a l- little research. Just you, look it up a little bit. You, you can't blame Rob. And Duke, uh, Duke was involved with that, Duke, wasn't Duke, he? Yeah, Duke was Duke was one of the trainers. Paul looked good, man. I mean, I, I'm, I can't be mad at Paul for taking the fight. He looked great. So when we see Drago, the next shot we see of Drago is in a boxing ring. <laughs> Underground. Underground. I, lo- I love this venue. It's, I love this it's, venue. It's Drago, his trainers, and 300 security guards <laughs> from the Underground. Uh, underground. When they created this venue, like, what were they thinking? All right, let's have the tables over here. Oh, let's put the boxing ring underground, underground. and have it come up mechanically. And so, I imagine you've got to imagine that Drago's in his in the ring, thinking this is where the fight's going to be. All right, well, this is <laughs> right, an exhibition. Right. Th- that underground was probably as more extravagant than anywhere he had fought in Russia. Oh no, yeah, regal venue, really. It was, absolutely. Then all of a sudden, you get the the the, the ceiling opens up. The ring starts to come up. You start to hear James Brown's living in America. And we talked about this. It's not like a snippet of the song. It's not like someone walking to the ring. It is a full-on performance. No, it's, it's, the, it's the entire, uh, you know, I'm, I'm Black and I'm Proud album by James Brown. An hour and a half. It's, the entire album from beginning to end. With 60 people in the band and dancers the whole nine. But they courted it perfectly. The music starts. The ring goes up. You know, it's beautiful. And Drago doesn't know what's going on. No. He is he is looking around. He has never seen anything looking like sharp, this. Looking sharp, though, in his little yellow, you he, know what I mean? He does his look, hair is like, you know, who's doing Drago's hair back there? I mean, this no. thing is like spiked up and perfect. Well, I, think, I think in Russia, they only had like pomade and one type, and that's all they had up I, there. You know what? I think it was a piece. Possibly. You know what I mean? I think it was a piece they put on, you know? It's a possibility. So the ring comes up. We get the full-on James Brown living in America. You get Apollo. He he's coming from the ceiling. Drago's coming from from the floor. Apollo's coming from the ceiling. Whatever happened to just traditional walking to the ring? <laughs> he's behind the bull because Drago's name is what, like the Siberian bull or something Siberian like that. Siberian bull or something. And not only is he behind the bull, but the bull is literally breaking down. I mean, a <laughs> lot of work went into this scenario. I mean, this is all, again, rah-rah America. Like, this is pure Americana at its finest. I mean, they had American flags. I mean, it really was. It really was. Let's get to the fight. The exhibition fight, Mike. Uh, it was supposed to be an exhibition. It was supposed to be an exhibition. I mean, listen, Apollo came out looking good. You know, jabbing, moving, good footwork. Can I say one thing, though? This has always bothered me 30-plus years after the movie. Did you ever look at Apollo's boxing gloves and during that fight? They're white. Beautiful. They are, but I always thought that, you know, with red gloves or something, the white just didn't look as powerful, and I think that was a conscious decision on Stallone's part as the director. No, that's interesting. I never thought about that, you know? Also, though, if you have white boxing gloves, the blood would come on it, though, so that might be yeah, you I, know, more of an intimidating thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So we get the, we get the the fighter introductions, and Apollo's got twenty seven nicknames. He's just so, going. No, I like the one nickname, the Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, that's the what you're master nickname? of disaster. Okay. He just keeps going on and on. Patience, stallion. And so they get up to the ring for the ref to to give the instructions, and this is a crucial part right here. Apollo's like, "Come on, put your gloves up. Everyone, put your everyone's gloves having up. fun. Yeah, t- it, 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 that's the key, Mike. Everyone's everybody's having, having a good time. Right. Everybody's having a good time, except for the Russians." 
They are not having fun. Well, well they're, not, they're, not, they're not not having fun. They're just focused. They're all business. It's business, all right. All business. So the ref's given the, the standard instructions, and he's like, all right, touch gloves. And Apollo's like, man, put your gloves up. Put your gloves up. And he's just- it's Time to go to school. Time to go to school. And he, he goes to slam his gloves down and right. can't. He hits and, Drago's and great gloves. sound effects. Great sound effects. Don't forget about the sound effects. And this is the first time we Don't. hear Drago say something. He just looks at him and goes, you will lose. You will lose. And you he, will he, lose. He, he, and he kind of says it with like a little like- like Valley Girl High School, you know what I mean? Like, eh, hey. so bell rings. They come out. Apollo just starts jabbing, hit him, you know, squaring off on. Russian hasn't thrown a punch. He's just taking a couple. He's he's duck. He's ducking and weaving. You're like, oh, okay, so maybe this Russian's not so bad. And then we talked about, you know, a minute and a half into the first round, his Russian trainer yells out some kind of code word and code word in Russian, and that <laughs> is all. No, she it's, wrote. it's not a code word. Just Russian, like, or start fighting. Yeah, yeah, okay. And go. <laughs> and go. And, right, right. and then all of a sudden, all the fun is gone. All the fun and games I mean, are gone. He just has a big right hand. And of course, Apollo just can't. Apollo's got good defense, too. I don't know what's going on. What's happening is you think, like, you, you go back to Rocky Three and you think that Clubber Lang was messing people up. No. Like, this, this guy is pummeling Apollo. Like, he is bleeding profusely. He's knocking to the ground. The first round is over and he is still. Just pounding on Apollo, and this is when Duke comes out, and Duke Duke is freaking out. Is, <laughs> this is supposed to be an exhibition. He is screaming at the Russian guys, like, "What is the matter with you? Spit is going everywhere." I don't know how he didn't get an Oscar for this one. I mean, as, he, he as was best at, uh, supporting actor. He was at his best. In this <laughs> he one. really wasn't he his was, best. It was as good as it gets. Apollo looks like Rocky did in the first. That's right. Yeah. That's how fucked up his face gets. Even worse. Yeah. yeah even, even worse. worse yeah. I mean, and so Apollo sits down and Rocky, he's like, okay, a couple things I'm going to talk to you about this one. <laughs> so Rocky, Rocky gets there and Apollo doesn't even know where he's, he, Apollo's in a different state at this point. Like he is not even, he's just looking around. He is completely, and Rocky's like, I, he's killing you, man. No, I, yeah. I got to stop the fight. I can't do this. I can't do this. And, <laughs> right, right. And, and Rocky is mom. more, more hysterical than like yeah. the women and Apollo, yeah. you know? He's like, I can't do this. He's killing you, champ. And I'm thinking, hmm. I'm pretty sure this fight would have been stopped on its own. Right, right like, of course. Like, like we've talked about this a few times. Like this fight would have stopped. And and Apollo, he's just because you know, it's, for, for Apollo, it's all about legacy, and all he about, is right. not going to go out it this is all way. About legacy. He is not going out. And this you kind of see where Rocky's coming from. I I understand. You know, this is Apollo's legacy. Like you said, this is probably his last fight. He doesn't want to go out to the Russians of all people. Yeah. He's going to get knocked out dead. No, no, he can't have that. You know, he's like, please, as a friend, don't stop this fight. Basically. He yells, he's like, no matter what, don't stop this fight, no matter what. And Rocky doesn't stop the fight. Doesn't stop the fight. Get into the second round. And this time, the Russian doesn't wait for right. the code word. Apollo opens up looking decent, throwing some jabs, yeah, a couple, a couple you know. of them. But uh, no code word this time from the Russian trainer. <laughs> no, right, right. <laughs> Drago just starts pummeling him again. Rocky picks up the towel. And this is when you see, this is probably one of the most famous lines from the movie. This, this, is, this in my opinion, is one of the greatest pieces of acting in cinema history, you know. It is. But before we even get to that, you've got Apollo's wife who stands up and there she's screaming, stop the fight. You got stop Adrian. Stop the fight. You got Adrian screaming, Rocky, stop the fight. Then you've got Duke. Who throw, just, <laughs> throw the towel. Just throw the damn towel. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's an excited but like a scared throwing the towel. And, he, and Rocky does pick up the towel. He does pick Bloody up the towel. Bloody towel. And, and for and for listeners who don't know, if, if someone throws a towel in, that ends the fight. That's right. basically giving up. And everyone's screaming at Rocky to throw the towel. Throw the gut. Throw the goddamn towel. And then okay. Rago takes the final shot on Apollo. No, but, oh, we're missing a big part of this okay, movie. Go ahead. Big point. You know I'm an attorney. 
at some point, the ref goes to stop the fight. He does get in there. Remember that's right. that? That's right. He goes because he's getting killed, and he chucks the referee out of the way and continues to fight. Then it gets a devastating blow on Apollo. Not like, what like, you'd expect from an exhibition fight. It's, it was supposed to be an exhibition. It was supposed to be an exhibition. But here's the thing: if it, if a referee stops the fight, if it tries to stop and you don't let, and you throw him out of the way, then you kill the guy. You burn up on charges. Yeah. Like yeah. He shouldn't. He shouldn't have been able to leave. They should have arrested him after that. We, we would have a serious international incident on our hands. What's a serious international incident? He tried to stop the fight and he killed the man. The thing with Apollo that I, that that I was thinking about when Rocky fights and he gets beat up, what happens to Rocky? He goes down. Yeah. Collects himself. Gets back up. Apollo is not getting going down. He's taking all the punishment on his feet. All dizzy. If he went down a couple of times, he would have been all right. It would have lasted longer anyway. He yeah, no, would have been, been killed literally in the second round. Yeah, and that's I mean, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Rocky Four. I'll be sorry. Thirty years later, there's a great yeah. montage. There's a great shot of the towel. Rocky drops the towel as Apollo's falling. Paul hits the ground. Does a little shudder when he's on the ground. Oh, that's, that's like I think that's eight, that's eighty yeah. style. When yeah. you die, you always like just jerk your body a couple yeah, just, times. Just does a little just jerk. So, you know, yeah. hey, he is dead. Everybody. The thing is, though, even if Rocky, if the ref couldn't stop the fight, do you think a towel was going to do anything? <laughs> do you think no, no, I all right, oh, you do the towel and I'll stop. Yeah, exactly. So, so you, Rocky shouldn't feel bad about that. He's like, he yeah. wasn't going to stop anyway. That's you know what I've seen that movie a hundred times. I never thought about that. Throwing the towel wouldn't have done anything. Wouldn't have done a damn thing. But if the ref can't stop it, I think we've had a major breakthrough. Right, the towel going to do right, Uh, right, right. That's the only thing they respect is the towel. The only thing they respect (laughs) the white flag. Stop fighting. The towel is in. We just have towels. Right. (laughs) Russia. I don't know. Russia. Just, just, just Russia. What I thought was interesting. Apollo's on the ground, and here we go again, Mike. Who's surrounding Apollo? The press. The press. They're everywhere. Well, uh, uh, so Apollo's on the ground, you know, vibrant. No, vi- uh, Apollo's on the ground. What's it? What's it what do you call it? Seizing. Yeah, p- p- perfect word. Apollo's on the ground, seizing at this point. The press surrounds him. But what's the number one priority at this time? Doctors? No. Get the mic to Drago. Get the mic. Yeah. We need to hear from Drago at this time. And what does, and he, what say? does he say? Soon I fight real champions. And he says, if he dies, he dies. That's I mean, that's a classic. That's a classic line. line right Everybody there. knows if he dies. He dies. he dies. Perfect. And then, then, and then we have the beautiful little, the the camera's panning up at Drago, and then it's looking down at Rocky, and who's the, holding, the, and who's cradling Apollo, and they lock eyes. They lock eyes, and, and, the, and the music is. We get the funeral scene, very touching. Very. Right? He's not going in a mausoleum like Mickey did. He's but he's got the championship belt over his casket. And yeah. it's very nice, you know. And, and I know at funerals just say nice things about people, but he always did things the way you wanted them done. It's like, no, that's the reason he got killed. He didn't do things the way you wanted them done. He did things his way. So I don't know if I believe Rocky in that, but listen, the family was there. We wanted we wanted everyone to be happy. And it's shortly right after that that we just get another little press montage. That Wait, I'll tell you this: if you remember Adrian coming back to the house, the press again all up on her lawn. I mean, yeah. <laughs> all over. Adrian, you going to Russia? What's going on? And you see, and I see Adrian like I don't know what you're talking about. We're not going to Russia. And she was in the house. And I'm thinking, how far did this woman come? From being a shy girl working in the in projects, working at the pet store, can't even talk to physical people. So now, like, the press is hounding her. She's just, she runs into her mansion. Because what's happened is Rocky has agreed to fight 
Ivan Drago. Without discussing it with his wife. Without discussing with his I mean, wife. The <laughs> first time he has not discussed a fight with his wife. He's right. had 11 fights, and this is the first one. I and can't blame him, by the way. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a second. You know, you, because you, we kind of know what she's going to say. I'm, I'm going to go fight Drago in Russia on Christmas Day for no money. And she, you know she's not going to be like, oh, perfect. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, because yeah, you're right. You're Very good. Every other fight that she's objected to. Right. Every other fight that she's objected to probably played a few million. It was in America. Right. This time he's like, well, okay, you're right. So I'm going to fight Ivan Drago on Christmas Day in Moscow for no money. You know, the guy that just killed my best friend because he's so powerful. Sure. I don't think Adrian's going to mind. <laughs> right, but right, at the right, same right. time, I'm not going to run it by her. He's like, I know my wife. <laughs> don't you worry. So Rocky comes home. But there's a little, there's a press conference and it's very somber. And, you know, the press is like, why Christmas? Why no money? And why did you agree to fight in Russia? And he comes home. And this is when we get the famous scene of Rocky at the bottom of the stairs. Adrian's at the top. And I mean, this is, again, one of the more classic lines. Again, they, they just make Adrian as homely as they can try. You know, every single thing. She's in some little like robe that like my mom would wear or something. You know, that robe It's like little silk. And this is the first time. Not sexy at all. They will not let this woman be sexy. You know what I mean? The zipper starts at the feet. Right, exactly. She she is laying it on to him like I have never heard Adrian lay it on to him before. She's scared. She's like, like, before it used to be, oh, you're bad eye. You'll screw this up. No, she's like, have you heard what the press is saying? It's suicide. You can't win. You can't win. And so what does Rocky do? He, get, off he, he gets it. He gets in his car. He gets in his Lamborghini. No, but, but before the Lamborghini, yeah, something in that scene always always perturbed me. You know, she's like, you know, it's like you're willing to lose everything. He's like, Adrian, this ain't everything. All this cars and mansion and money, it ain't everything. She's talking about his life, though. She's not talking about yeah, everything. Like, so, like, I don't know what the hell are you talking about, Rocky. The guy is like brain damaged. I feel. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. And and, I think and, and right. who's right? Rocky's right. Rocky's, you know, Rocky's right, but Adrian wasn't saying that. Adrian mistook what she was saying. She said, you want to lose everything? Adrian's like, you want to lose your life. No, what I'm saying, I, I mean, I'm sorry. No, no, go, go ahead. ahead. We told that. No, 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 she's yeah. saying that, but he is such a superficial person at this point, and it's not his fault, but this is the road he's been down, and he's the one that's on the commercials and making the money and bringing it all home to her. He thinks she needs that. Right, right. So he's looking out for her, and that's his way of thinking he's looking out for her. Because he's but, not thinking about his life because he would give that all up. But does he, what does he think Adrian thought? He does. He, he's saying, he's, I think that you think that just, it's the money. I think that he's dumb enough where he just wants to take care of her. And the only way he's ever been able to do that is by making her comfortable in a mansion. Right. So He doesn't realize that she loves him for him. So what is the yeah. movie? Exactly. That's, that's, the, that's the only logical way to come of it. Yeah. But, he, but, he does, no, but, but he still doesn't yeah. understand this? Well, he'll never no. understand. So is the movie... But, put, he's like, but he's like, I'm a fighter. This <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He you took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, I'm but a fighter. But is the movie trying to put a spotlight on his brain damage, like that he's not a smart man? I don't think We're going to get that in Rocky not. 5. All right. I think it's yeah. he, he had, that, he, that men never actually know what women want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair That's enough. Fair enough. Men actually never know. That's right. Right. All right. Fair enough. We, 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 you know what? We worked that, that nice way to work right. that all out. That was good. Right. And then, and then you know, like, and then he, he gets, he leaves. Yeah. And I want to ask before you before he leaves, you, 
there's a deleted scene that no one knows about. She goes back in the room and Clubber Lang is there. Yeah. Like, that fool crazy. <laughs> my apartment. <laughs> Come back to my apartment later. He's gone. He'll be in Russia for a minute. So, and I have to ask you, have you guys ever done this before? And I'll ask every one of you. Like, like you've had, you just had a, just a terrible experience and you're just, what you're going to do is you're just going to get in your car and you're just going to aimlessly drive around for two hours. No, you're going to, you're, you're going to, you're going to brute in your car. You're going to brute in your car listening to some power rock from the 1980s. Great song, by the way. Don't get no easy way out. No. Great song. Wow, that's great. It sounds like the guitarist in the back seat. It just looks amazing, you know. And and what we got going on here is uh, we get a we get <laughs> one of many many montages. I had to look at this. This movie is ninety minutes long. Forty five minutes of this is musical montage. Wonderful. And it's just basically clips of the entire first three Rocky wonderful. films. It's really well done. So he comes back. Adrian is not going to Russia with him. No, she's not going to Russia. No, it is going to be Adrian. I'm it's going to be Rocky, Polly, and Duke. But as they're, you know, it's like, Polly, you didn't even pack your toothbrush. The robot's talking. I remember yeah. that. You do see Adrian. Yeah, she's up in the window. It's like looking like a straight from a horror movie. You know what I mean? Like she's like trapped she's in the just, attic. Like Rocky just trapped in the attic. We get, we get the first, this is <laughs> the best, the best song from the entire, like I think the best song in the movie is the, Burning Heart by Survivor, oh. which plays when they're landing in Russia. Dun, dun, dun. You ah. know what's going on, man. It's amazing. The, mu- the music is wonderful. So Rocky has made the decision not to train at a typical boxing facility for this fight. He is right. asked to be, I guess he's in Siberia. Right. He's, he's, uh, in a, he's, he, he's in like a, like a cavern in deep Siberia. Yeah, and he's got, he's got, he, he, got, he gets taken from the airport to this cabin. There's mountains in the background. He's requested specific types of equipment. Right. He has chaperones the entire time, official chaperones. The Russian where you K- go, they KGB, go. yeah, KGB keep, agents. Keep in uh, mind, they are the, official chaperones. So where for, you go, they go. For viewers that want to go back and watch the movie, just go back and watch. They drop them off, no luggage. No, I mean that isn't, that's really roughing it. And no clothes. Can I nothing. Ask you a question. Do you think they forced Polly to go, or was this a conscious decision on his part? Because the second he gets out of the vehicle, he is back to Polly. Just like when they got to that hotel in Los Angeles in part three, he's like, Really? This is where you got us? If you're going to have Polly go, and I don't know why you are, but if you're going to have Polly go, kind of like get his expectations in order before he physically gets yeah. there 30 hours later. Exactly. You know what I mean? Did he think he was going to like the Hilton? Like just let them know. Listen, Paulie, if you want to go, this is what's going to happen. No one's forcing you, you to don't go. Don't have to go. But if you do understand, there's not electricity where we're going. They're okay. not going to they're not going to have your comics there. It's in the middle of winter. We don't even winter. know what that means, Paulie, when you the, talk like it's that. It's in the middle of winter, okay? And uh there's no cable TV, no there's cable. no radio. You you're going to have to bring your 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 Walkman and listen to the Chipmunk soundtrack over and over again. No uh, one named their child Polly after this movie was made. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he did it. But I'll tell you what, though. Oh, but the, can we? This is when we get to the best. But, I mean, the, but best. the look. Say what you want about Polly, okay? The um, the look on Polly's face, though, when he's listening to the chipmunks next to the fire. With the I mean, little marshmallow oh, on his face. He, he's a total piece. He's you know having I mean? a great time. He's really he's really having a great time. So, so even to this day, if I go back and listen to like watch old cartoons like Muppet Babies or something, you know what I mean? I'm just like, uh, I'm, I'm a total piece in my life. So I understand. You know? so, yes, Nanny. So, Sorry, that's from my so this So this is where, and again, look, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't think we've talked about this much. Like, this is my favorite Rocky film out of them all. Like, hands down. Like, I, I listen, I have nothing but the utmost respect for the first rocky what it accomplished this was the first rocky movie that i ever saw me too and 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 so this one holds a special place in my heart this is the slickest most well-produced it is the most fast-paced it has the it has the 
you know, it just moves along, gets in, gets out, I mean, does and its it, job. It wouldn't be what it, it's an amazing movie. The music, it's all about the, the Russians, music. Drago. Every last piece of it is just perfection. The robot is, and I'm telling you right now, these two training montages dun, 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 are American dun, dun, classics. Dun, 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 That's dun. American classic cinema right there. I love it. So what I we get it. here is we get the high tech training of Drago versus the rugged to back to the old days. But, but what they do, which I really like, is I know it's rugged versus tech, you know, uh, yeah. techno technological, whatever. Um, but they actually, whatever he, body part he's training. There's Rocky is training that exact body part, and they go back and forth with that. Exactly. And I love the 80s computer system that they had. It was just yeah. lights. Ding, 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 ding. They're all you know, over the place. It's not doing exactly, anything. Those lights literally do nothing. <laughs> exactly. The lab coats. The lab coats. You know. Taking a lot of data. A lot, a lot of, of data, data yeah. being taken on this guy. The papers. The papers <laughs> flying around. <laughs> I mean, you would think they would just be like, okay, this is literally what you got to do. Like, what do they have to keep studying? They have to keep studying the metrics on this one. A lot of data. I mean, well, yeah. But so, but of course, we get Drago, we get Drago shows him taking the steroids. Uh, you know, this is, this that is needle just literally just plops right into his shoulder, too, doesn't it? And, and, you know, there's no way Rocky can beat this guy. He's And juiced. you see Drago's face, though, when they pop that needle right into him? Just this, this expressionless, like... The, the training music, the first one is that instrumental, synth instrumental, and then the second training montage, we get, uh, we get Adrian makes a surprise visit. You know, she's, once again, she's changed her mind. She's, I mean, she's going to stand by her man again. Just stand by her man in that... Big parka, just as unsexy as Adrian could possibly be. Every single movie, she she's resisted to resist the idea. Then she's on board with the all idea. in a turtleneck. Like I mean, you know what I mean? All right, we get we get to the fight. <laughs> it's in Moscow. It's a crowd of about ten thousand, mostly military, some civilians. But you've got the entire Russian parliament in attendance. The Politburo, the Politburo, including so including the Premier, the premier. Inc including Gorbachev. Gor Gorbachev, Gor is right. in, he is in attendance at the fight. Okay, so we get there and listen, Rocky. Keep, keep in mind though, yeah. we, we, need, we need to keep this in mind. You know, we already had this Russia America um, race race in the sixties, um, right? First to the moon. Yes, they were they were racing. America won that. Okay. If you believe in the moon landing, you know, I do. Okay. This was the next one. You know what I mean? This was, this was their moon right here. They have to win this fight, Russia. They win this. They showed they're the dominant uh, country in the world. If they had the kind of technology that they had for a boxing match, <laughs> oh, right. they, they probably would have. They'd be on Pluto right now. Yeah, exactly. you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which moon should we land on? <laughs> We've made fun of Polly a lot throughout yeah. the episodes here. I understand that, you know. But Paulie has a little heartfelt moment, you know, a little moment of truth. And you know, if, if he can step out and be somebody else, you know, I want to be you. And it was really nice for him to he say does, that he to Rocky. He says that to Rocky. If I could be anybody, I'd want to be you. And then they, then they pin over to Adrian, who has that little soft look. Oh, that's really nice. I'm, just, I'm still in my mind, like, Adrian, just go home, please. please. We don't please want you back. here. Not well, only that, it. we get a scene where we got Rocky's kid back home with a couple other kids and the robot's babysitting them. Right. That's right. 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 Beth was asking me, she's like, who's watching the kids? I'm like, the robot. The robot's Obvious. watching the kids. The kids are watching this on TV. Unbelievable. I'm still waiting for that. <laughs> so we get, the, we get the first round. Robot in a full, like, in a full Santa Claus hat and beard. Yeah, he does. It. The robot does have and a beard. beard. In a beard. <laughs> like, yo, just having a lot of fun in the, in the Balboa household. The first and, and, and this would be, that robot 
can't do any kind of housework. It does look like an awkward kind of thing. What could it possibly okay, do? Okay, honestly. But it can't move. We've already can't established bake cakes. that the, the kid's bedroom is upstairs. That robot doesn't have There's feet. No way, Okay, man. how is that thing even getting upstairs? Oh, you know, I'm sorry, it's the Balboa house. They clearly have an elevator. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, took, it took the elevator. It when does. are they going to make a movie about the robot? That's right, I, I like yeah. that. Robot we, 2. We talked about Polly 1. We're going to get Robot 4 next week. Robot 4. Merry Christmas, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the first round, honestly, first round, Russian gets the code word rather quickly. <laughs> gets the code word rather quickly. And Rocky, Rocky gets, just gets pummeled in the first round. Gets hit bad. Gets, hit gets, bad. gets beat up. Second round, however, everything changes. And you know, that's what I was thinking, too. In the second round... You know, he's getting beat up again, getting beat up bad. And so how are they going to transition to Rocky's doing good now, right? Well, there's only one way to do that. It's a cut. They cut him. It's a bad cut. <laughs> you hear the announcer go, so Rocky throws a punch, hits Drago in the eye, and you hear the announcer go, the Russian's cut, it's cut. and it's a bad but one. A bad <laughs> you see this blood just pouring down right. the Russian's face. And that's the turning point right there. Like, turning, and even and even he dude, he looks, he touches his, he, he, he looks, at, oh my God, I'm bleeding. He can't believe he it. He can't believe it. And Rocky end goes to round, work. End of the round, Duke gives him, again, another Oscar-worthy speech. He goes, you see? You got him. You got him. You he's see? a man. He's not a machine. He's a man. You can beat him. The, the best, as good as Duke is at motivating outside of the ring, he's probably one of the worst like tacticians I've ever seen. Did you hear his what he's screaming at Rocky? His strategy during the middle of the rounds: do what you got to do. That's it. It's all you get. You know, it's not like you know jab, jab, right, or you know, you know, brace yourself, brace yourself. Do what you got to do. It's, it's like six, I mean, six months of training, that's all you can give me is do what I got to do? I mean, what, what the hell? But, no, but but who gives the best advice in the in the, in the the corner is Pauly. Because he's seen... He, it's, Rocky, says, Rocky says, he goes, what are you, what are you seeing out there? He's like, Rocky's like, I, I see three of them. Right, and Duke is stumped. <laughs> Duke, Duke freezes. He's like, well, just do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. At this juncture, do what you got to do. jumps in and says, hit the one in the middle. And Duke jumps right on it. Right. 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 Hit the one in the middle. Thank you. I can't even tell you how many times that was helping when I was drunk. Right. Right. The one in the middle is the one you need I see three cars out there. Go to the car in the middle. The one in the middle. It saved my life. It's Duke right there. I'm drunk, Duke. What do I do? Do what you got to do. One in the middle. <laughs> do the one in the middle. So what happens? What happens is after this round, then we get the best boxing montage. We oh get rounds God, three man. through fourteen condensed into a three and a half minute period, and these guys are just mono e mono at this and, point. And I'll tell you one thing that I like that they do. If you look at the rounds as they're going by, it doesn't say round one, round two. It says like P-A, yeah. which must be what Russian is for round. Yeah. The announcer speaks in Russian. It's very Russian. You know, I hate when a yeah. movie just... You know, when it should be a foreign language, but they use the English language instead. Here, they kept with Russian, and I, I, it really gave it uh, more authenticity, if it possibly can, with robots and, and things. And, 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 and can we keep in mind this? Drago is probably six foot five, two hundred and fifty pounds. Rocky's like five foot eight, like one hundred and sixty pounds. Yeah. I mean, they're not even the same weight class. But something happens around the eleventh round. So there's a there's a turning point in the crowd. He, he did what he had to do. You hear the announcer go, "Few cheers for Rocky Balboa," and right. you start to hear people in the crowd are starting to start, these Russians who have been conditioned like the Americans have been to always hate the other country are starting to cheer for Rocky a little bit. And this is 
this is not sitting well with the with the, the Soviet with the Politburo. With the Politburo, they are not having. I this. just like saying the word Politburo. Words okay. Politburo. And and what's happening is you've got the Russian, you got the you got Ivan Drago's manager. He's coming up. He's yelling. He's like, "Do you hear?" He comes up and starts screaming in Drago's face. He's like, "Do you hear them? They're cheering for him." You know what are you doing? They're cheering for then Rocky. He hits him. Then he hits and him. He picks him up. No, no, he knows. The, yeah, he the, does. The guy he, hits he, him in the does, head. He does hit him in the head. Win again. This right. wonderful strategy. You know what I mean? That's a yeah. big win. It's like tell me what to do. Don't tell me just to win. And and so Drago's had enough of the manager. He literally picks him right off the ground, one hand, throws him. Yasi abya. Yeah. Yasi abya. I yeah. fight for me. I fight for me. That's you don't don't say that to the Politburo man. Now this is where we get into the fifteenth round. You've got the crowd <laughs> cheering for Brocky now. Which what are we even talking about? We're in Russia. Listen. Like what are we talking? And this is where Duke gives. He gives the probably the most sound advice he's given in the entire fight. He goes, "This is the last round. I'm going to need you to punch and punch until you can't punch anymore." <laughs> One thing we got to get, let's talk this now, and yeah. then you can get it whenever you want. The big, uh, what's the word? Meaning, not the meaning of the movie, the, the the moral to this to this entire movie really is change. Yes. Can a human being change? And Apollo and uh, Rocky had that, uh, you know, that disagreement in the beginning. Apollo says, you can't change who you really are. You can forget about all this stuff. You're a fighter. You cannot change. You always have to fight. And Rocky's saying, no, you can change as you get older. And then Adrian is saying, you know, you have to change. You can't keep going out there. You're going to get yourself killed. And, he, and he's... With Apollo there, like, no, I'm a fighter, I have to do it. And as you can see, can you change as a human being? And then you see the Russian people start to change. And then that, and that's going to get us to the end of the fight. where you guys Absolutely. Know, if I can change. Exactly. So we'll get to that. So Duke gives him that advice. Like, like I said, you got to punch and punch till you can't punch anymore. <laughs> that's sound <laughs> advice, Duke. Thank you. And, of course, we it's a Rocky movie, so we know what happens. Rocky goes the distance. Let's keep this in mind. 15th round is the end of the fight. Drago's ahead in points. Oh, yeah. No, get me wrong. If this, if this goes to the decision, Drago's won. He dropped them 15 times. Hands down. Hands He's down. He's way up on the scorecards. At that point, there's such, a, there's such a high chance that Rocky could knock this guy out. He's hurting him. If I'm the Russians, you got to give him some of the advice. Just keep him away. Let's get through this round. Let's win on points because we're not going to have the whole, the the whole, you know, lose the whole world here because you know you want to knock this guy out. But no, this is an old-fashioned street brawl. That's right. It's only a question of who wants it. It's more. a question of who wants it more. <laughs> <laughs> so no one's listening. To, no one's listening to their managers anymore. They're, they're in the center of the ring, going for it. And ultimately. Rocky prevails. And then, of course, then Adrian changes at the end. You're going to do it. Now I'm happy. You can do it now. Take <laughs> yeah. the mattresses. Right, right. And, and yeah, Adrian in a complete, like, you know, uh, a comforter. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and a complete one of those puffy comforters, too. You can't even it's see Gore-Tex. her. You know I mean? it's, it's Gore-Tex, baby. It's Gore-Tex. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so what happens is Rocky, Rocky wins the fight. Then we have the announcer comes out who's Russian. Who can translate? Or keep in keep mind, the way in which Rocky wins fights is always uh, is always something I keep an eye out for. He got that big left hand. Yeah. So it's either the right or the left hand. This he went three rights, big left. That was it. And Rocky goes down. He goes down. So this is when Rocky just decides to address the crowd, which is more than he's ever said. Most times the fights end with a big jump in the air and freeze frame. <laughs> the, 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 that's it. But he actually has a message. See. Stallone had a plan the entire time with this movie, and that was to bring the two countries together. Right. You know, he ended the Cold War. He literally ended the Cold War with this movie because he stands up there and he gives a speech. And I'm just going to paraphrase it here. I'm not going to give the entire thing. But he basically says, you know, everyone in the audience and everybody watching around the world, what you saw here was two guys in the ring killing each other. But I guess that's better than 20 million. Right. Exactly. And he goes, I think what I'm trying to say is that 
If I can change, and you can change, and you can change. Everybody can, can change. change. They're cheering for him. Cheering, Even, and, and then you. The interviewer is happy. Everyone just he's, he's excited, and you look over, and there's Gorbachev leading a standing ovation. The slow clap. The slow clap. We get the slow clap out. No one's really clapping until Gorbachev starts right, clapping. Right. Well, it's a pull up bureau. That's the movie. And then the, <laughs> then we get hearts on fire again at the uh, end. Uh, and then if uh, my kid at home, it should be sleeping. Yeah. You know, we, we, he, he's a family man. You know, he's I just like, want to say to my kid about home was being watched by a robot. I love you. Watched <laughs> by a robot. That's right, right now, DCF is like, what? What was wait, that? What? Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. You've never right. seen the Jetsons? No, it's a futuristic robot. You don't understand. Yeah, that's good. Where does Rocky Four rank for you amongst the, 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 the eight or nine Rocky films there are? Rocky Four, hands down, number one for yeah. me. Yeah, it's, it's my favorite, hands just down. Like, I mean, I've been watching Rocky Four for my entire life. I've, I've been yeah. waiting for this very moment, this very podcast. I feel like Rocky training in Russia. That's how I've been for the last 30 years, waiting for this moment. Waiting for this very yeah. moment. Like I like to say, when I go running, I literally listen to the Rocky Four no, soundtrack me too. more times than anything else. Me too. Like, I, I once had a, I had a fight, and I had to fight some kid, some big kid. And I, li- I watched this movie and listened to this, this podcast. Uh, the podcast. I, listen, I watched the movie, and I listened to the album before I had to go to this fight. You know, and it really motivated me. Lost the fight badly. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, listen, you know what I mean? (laughs) But it gave me the the courage to go, at least, you know? Absolutely. All right. Well, listen, Mike, we've got one more to do after this. We're going to do Rocky Five, and we're going to end it on that one. But there's lots to talk about when it comes to Rocky Five. That's how how our friendship formed. The the, the best part about Rocky Five, the most funny part, I mean, we want to do any spoilers, but Rocky Five, how did Paulie give power of attorney away (laughs) while he's in Russia and lose all their money? Yeah. We'll delve into that next week. We will. We will. All right. If you want to follow the show on social media, you can follow us on Twitter at Dana Buckler Show. You can follow me on Twitter at Dana Buckler. You can follow us on Instagram at the Dana Buckler Show. You can email the show with questions or comments at the Dana Buckler Show at gmail.com. And be sure to visit our website, the Dana Buckler Show.com. Mike, thank you as always. Thank Beth, you. My pleasure. Kristen, it's always yeah, a pleasure to have you with yeah. us. And my name is Dana Buckler, and thank you so much for listening.